Welcome back, you freaky, creepy, insane little creatures. You should be proud of that. That's a compliment. Uh, I tell them, I tell that to myself every day, among the other ridiculous things that I tell myself, which you know tend to be how great I am, how godlike I am, how how hobbit I am, all all the good and the bad things. But I think when you realize that description is defined as good or, good or bad just because you claim it is, you realize that the, there's a lot of shit in this world that's just silly. It's just silly. I was uh, I was watching the launch of the SpaceX, um, oh my gosh, Dragon Enterprise? Maybe I got that wrong. Um, the, 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 the launch. And the craziest thing was I, I was so entranced by what was happening. And, you know, I, I've thought about what the first manned rocket to space must have been like four people that were standing, you know, the, the couple miles from the platform. I can't remember what it's called, uh, outside Houston, Texas and the, the launch pad. And as I was watching this and as I was entranced, I, I had this moment of realization was that things like this are so insanely vast and amazing and 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 all strike awe striking it that everything else is nonsense everything else just melts away and doesn't really matter and i think on this journey of of all of the the journey of questions this quest that i'm, go, I'm going on trying to find the the bullshit in so much of this how is it that we can get so upset about things that in the end don't matter if we knew what did matter. And maybe that is the problem. Maybe so many people are so disconnected from purpose and from leadership and from any sort of significant movement in their own individual lives that they don't have much more to concentrate on with a busy mind with a mind that's meant for challenge than to find the smaller things that are in their control and by and what i mean by control is the things that they can scream about and to me it's always seemed super childish and i'm not saying i i sit with beyond that i i've argued religion i've argued uh gender dysphoria i've argued a lot of things that are still out there but the older i get the more i realize it makes more sense to me and it's more healing to me and it's more peaceful to me and it's more motivating to me and it's more real to me than than anything to find deeper answers which we don't already or deeper questions which we don't already have the answers to. Things that may be impossible to answer. Things that that go beyond the complexity of, uh, of personal subjective decisions and political, corrupt, corrupt, superficial shit. And I just want you to know that. And, and the other thing that I really, really want you to know is that today I... 
I attended a a writing project event. Just a just a collaboration of people at a coffee shop. Uh, a bunch of them were actual writers, and it was intimidating to me. I write for the podcast, and I write for my blog, and I write for my newsletter. And the crazy part about it was the more that I pushed myself to do these little things, to, to meet these people, to go to meetups, to, to discuss just life-altering things with people, the more I realized that regardless of the certifications we put above our heads, the titles we put in our descriptions of self, the more I realized that how could there possibly be anything to be scared of when they're, when they're just as human as I am? When I can find flaws in them, not things to pick on them for, but realize that they are imperfect and they are, they are more than a title and they are more than their job description or passion or anything. There's so much complexity and there's so much flaw to the human itself. It's easy to get compassionate when you're collaborating and discussing and connecting. And so my word to anybody out there is like, I understand that it's hard. I understand that the habits are difficult. I understand that that life choices and challenges and discipline is difficult. But I would press you to understand the fun of it, the silliness of it, when we try so hard to just detail our, our lives and and create the order in our lives without understanding the chaos and the silliness of that balance the 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 fluidity of that balance and the fun of what life really is because i think i myself my greatest journey no matter what i detail my brand as and what i detail my my mission as my compass is my sole mission in the background is always joy my foundation for growth is always going to be joy. Not because that's the most important thing in my life, but because that was the most that was the thing most absent in my life. I spent too much time young trying to be good for other people, trying to adult for other people, trying to be to make good decisions for other people. For whatever reasons that foundation was built, I'm still figuring out. I suppressed a lot and joy being the greatest part of that, trying to impress others with my capability and conditioning myself to become rigid, to avoid silliness, to avoid expression, to avoid anything that could be embarrassing or weird or exiling and the whole thing of being lost is that hope for what you want your life to be is just around the corner when you just decide to dip in a toe and it's not the fact that it's cold it's the fact that you feel And that's what we need to understand.
So I completely messed up our intro. Welcome back to the RMP, guys. <laughs> I'm Zach. Zachary, the host of the motherfucking RMP podcast. If you want to hook me up, you can always email me at Zachary at therebelminded.com or check out my newsletter on Substack at therebelminded.substack.com where all of my content is free and all of it's together. And we're here to question the mess, make some rebel actions, and start living life on our own terms. And I want to know, how do we live life as our true selves? The self that will look into us at the end and ask us, did we do it all? So I'm going to step off the regular questioned journal prompts for now. I actually wrote something in this project that I... I think might be just self-expressive. This is a little bit more creative for me. Um, we were given a, a task and we were given a particular prompt and we we're given a 20-minute timeline to, to, to free write, to find out what our brain could come up with. And you'll notice the questions, but I, I want to just put this out there. I want to see if this connects with anybody. So this is episode 131. Here we go. The prompt is, whose hands do I have? The hands, aren't they a validation of a daily chosen human expression? What story do they tell us? What do they tell us about joy, about purpose, about our history? Maybe they're not just about where we've been and what we've done. Maybe hands can actually speak to us as much as the voice can. Maybe they can tell us lies as well as truths. My hands have experience, but not the experience of diversity and novelty. The experience of repetition. Cold steel, soft rubber, treated wood, harmful solvents, and unknown elements that make my hands the receivers of things more than the transmitters of feelings and expression. There's something about them that tells me that they're exhausted. If they had a voice, they would tell me, plea me to move on, to give them rest, to give them more purpose and connection beyond the dead materials of the labor world they're forced into. Or at least, that's what I think they'd tell me. What we do with our hands is an action. And actions are completed by the choices we make. The choices chosen by the thoughts of the mind. So what could anyone's hands be? Yours or mine? Not just the story, but the wisdom of them. Their discipline, their memory, their resilience. Can they be more than delicate, hardened, dexterous, or useful? The hands are unique. They tell us who we are and what we've chosen to do with our lives. They do tell us lies as well as truths. They tell secrets and horrors. They tell stories as impossibly unique as the flakes of Mother Nature's snow. And they are only a small piece of the complexity of the human story. I appreciate my hands. I appreciate them for what they've done and how well they've survived. As they are still whole, so am I. They are a representation of my past and the adaptation of my future. But is that enough? Do I owe them more? What I do with them is just as important as what I do with my mind. They have purpose, direction, and a honed-in responsibility to aid me in the adventure I choose to take on with this one life. If I were to speak to them, 
what would they say to me? Thank you? I hate you? How dare you? Next time I talk to them, I'll let you know. At least that is, if I can face them. So, whose hands do I have? So this is what I'm talking about is I, I went to this thing and I didn't even want to, you know, I, I've, I've gotten used to pushing myself into certain things because not just because I have the pull for human interaction, but I have the push of understanding that, that the discomfort means something that if I don't want to meet with people professionally, creatively, then it means I don't believe in my own work. It doesn't. It means I don't believe in the human connection that I'm actually after. So that's the push. And this this one prompt to write something that was just creative and you know had a time limit gave me the opportunity to be creative in a way and descriptive in a way in my writing that maybe I'm not so used to. Even though you can tell I'm throwing out a lot of questions here, but. Every time I leave an event, I leave a collaboration of connecting people. I realize that I'm thankful in a weird way, not because of the people that I met, which is is definitely a positive, but because I followed through on something and I found something that that I wouldn't have found otherwise. And I'm realizing this in my logic of life is that every time I decide to not do something, I'm missing out on the wisdom or the lesson or the experience of something, no matter how tiny. And I found this little bit of self-expression and I read it aloud to peers, to these people, and it felt good. It felt good. And the crazy part about it is that it was for no other purpose than to have expression, than to have feedback, which we didn't even do. It was, it was a free optional expression and we didn't even, didn't, didn't even require feedback. And so it's there for people to just listen. And I think this is a great lesson when it comes to creating without an expectation of getting validated for your work. So I think the, the biggest question that I would have for today in this little rant and this little scripting that I've put out here today is what exactly are you missing and what misery are you keeping yourself in every day that you decide to fold into yourself rather than unfold into the world, if that makes sense? Why are you not doing what you said you've always been wanting to do? What keeps holding you back? What makes you keep procrastinating? What keeps you from doing one small piece, from dipping in the toe, from trying to make a difference in your own life. Nobody can decide it for you. You're the only one that can do that, right? So the more you act, even if it seems seems to be without your direction, maybe you have to trust that your soul is finding the direction for you. Maybe you... Maybe you should expect less from your mind and more of your soul, more of your heart, more of your, more of your curiosity, more of your wanderlust. Maybe that means something. Truth and love, you beautiful humans. We'll talk to you next time.
This is Zach. Out. Hey guys, I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.